hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com drink. That's rosettastone.com drink. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc.com slash drink. All right, well, we're here back at the you know back the, in the studio back at the ranch <laughs> um, and we the body have, ranch yes the body ranch this is and that's why we drink we never actually say the title of our show yeah we this is the first time we've ever tried to start an episode by actually starting the episode yeah. and not just awkwardly having a mid-conversation right but anyway, we assume that everyone <laughs> has found our show by accident and we have to say the name of our show <laughs> yeah. to make sure people know where they are it's a really fair point <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. uh, we have, as you can tell, we have some guests <laughs> with us this time around. Some special guests that a lot of people have been waiting for. So, uh, Wine and Crime, introduce yourselves. Woo-hoo! What up? Um, yeah, we are the gals from Wine and Crime. Uh, I'm Kenyon. I'm Lucy. I'm Amanda. And we're doing yeah, this. We're Congratulations. Here. No. <laughs> we're here on the next one. The end. And we are special guest. Half in the bag. We just recorded a crossover with these beauties. So That's right. To go into round two. Yeah, we are like on Bottle top of two. our game right now. Just did an episode. If you guys want to hear the first half of this lovely Day. morning day 
Please go. Yeah, we are spending the whole day together. The whole You're day. Hate us, Listen, I broke out the wine at 10 a.m. for these gals, so, you know, <laughs> that's when it's something special. And I think we lucked out because we're doing our episode second, which means that everyone's good and tipsy now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. everyone's all loosey-goosey. and. Uh-huh. Expectations are low. And I'm Lucy. Life is good. Yeah, Lucy is Lucy Goosey. It's all good. I'm going to start unabashedly hitting on M now. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan twist. Let's get the party started. Sorry. Let's alert both of our significant others. So uh, we, like we just said, a lot of people have been looking for this to happen for a long, long time, but everyone's time zones are just totally messed up we have not been able to make it work for like a Thanks, year Canyon. now so yeah. we got our, I know. I our south up. african <laughs> guest here our international <laughs> speaker south to la so shocker not great not, <laughs> not a great time difference so we finally made it happen 800 hours apart <laughs> yes it seems That's so science yes um, so usually <laughs> what we apart. what we do to start off the show is we talk about why we're drinking this week yes um, does anyone have a, mm-hmm. it could be positive or negative. It's always funnier when it's negative. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> and, does anyone have anything they want to shout out? I am drinking this week because adulting is just being excited about mm-hmm. having ingrown toenail surgery. Oh. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I'm drinking. That's like a very week. legitimate reason. I've had yeah. two ingrown was... toenail surgeries, one on each, <gasps> one on each God big bless. toe. And fun yep. fact and disgusting fact for everyone, my toenails have never grown the same way. So yes. yeah. <laughs> that's that'll be fun Our for you to experience. My language. I can't good, wait. Good I can't luck wait. to you I don't on care that. How nasty these babies look <laughs> later on, as long as I never have another ingrown toenail, I will be praising the heavens. That must be like super painful, it's right? It's the worst. Uh, it's it the sucks. worst. It sucks. Like I mean, if you yeah. accidentally stub your toe, you feel like a like a nail went into ah! your toe. Like a toenail, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you will. <laughs> oh my god. I think knowing that M is an ex clown with two nasty toe big toenails <laughs> has like escalated my attraction <laughs> through Oh it's God, happening. I mean, I don't have like I don't have like beast toes. I just like they just <laughs> no, look no, no, like they, they look like they went to jail for a little and came out changed. Yeah, I like my <laughs> SOs to be good and weird and a little nasty. <laughs> Your toes have been ridden hard and put away wet. Check it out. They have a, a life. To, they have a story me. to tell. Each they, of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they've lived. Scars they've are lived always attractive. Well, yeah. my reason for drinking this week is similar to the approach of middle age. Oh, it's boy. because I was in bed at like 8.30 last night, didn't even have time to drink on a Saturday night, so <laughs> now I'm drinking on a Sunday morning. I mean, make sometimes you just got to well. make up for it in your own special yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did so drink last Sunday. night, and I'm also drinking on a Sunday morning, so. Surprise. <laughs> I also. <laughs> we'll have this conversation Judgment. later, Em. <laughs> Ooh, you can Christine, sit with us. Uh, we th- don't give a fuck how much you drink. <laughs> I really okay. To be fair, like Christine is not like a total lush. Like I really no. like <laughs> hype it up for the show, and she's just a good sport about it. I'm sure a lot of people are like wondering if we need to put her in it's, AA. It's actually my parents get like a little bit worried when they just sometimes occasionally yeah. tune in and they're like, "Um, did we do something wrong?" I'm like, "Yes, but you don't have to worry about me. It's fine." <laughs> 
Meanwhile, I'll be blackout drunk on an episode and my mom doesn't bat an eye. That's my my daughter. (laughs) That's the one. My mom knows she went wrong when I just refuse to drink alcohol because I'm just so afraid of what it will do to me. Oh, yes. That's that's when you know you really fucked up. It's like it's one thing to ruin your child to a point where they're drinking, but it's another to ruin them too. Like they don't even want to try it. They're (laughs) scared the other way. Yikes. (laughs) Good point. So that's why you're not drinking this week. No, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. drinking this week because I after this have to uh, work today. What? Why? Mm. Oh, why? It's a well. Okay, here's everyone's gonna tell me that like I don't get to complain because it's the best job in the world. But like I have to go see a movie for work today. It's still work. Oh. Which movie? What movie? Um, A Quiet Place. What? Oh, lucky. Oh. Well, because we we oh, worked yeah. on the movie and so we have to go see it. So we can do a report on it. And so I have to, I mean, I get my, my ticket gets paid and everything. So I guess I can't complain. Yeah. Your face right now looks like you're not too upset about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did Uh you make all the trumpets, all the maracas, all the accordions? (laughs) Oh yeah. All the things that that they definitely used in A Quiet Place. Yeah. 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 The saxophones. (laughs) I clearly am not thinking of the same movie. Yeah. And (laughs) played one of the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. What is happening? Well, I'm drinking because uh, after this, I have to go to a tax appointment because now I'm an adult. And Blaze was like, by the way, don't forget about our tax appointment on Sunday. And I was like, or what? Allison Allison, uh, came home after hanging out with you and your... I was going to say your brother, but Blaze is not your brother. Whoops. Whoa. Um, <laughs> ew. But ew. Not with that attitude, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Allison came home from hanging out with you guys, and she was like, they're real adults. Like, they're talking about taxes over there, and I just wanted to go. It was too much. Talking yeah. about taxes means Blaze is like, what does this mean that you wrote down on this paper? And I just start crying, and I'm like, I don't know. Call my mom. She knows. <laughs> That's talking about That's taxes. That's how adults talk about taxes. <laughs> That's what I do. I don't call really understand. Mom. Anyway, I wrote wrote off that I have a home office because of this podcast, but also I don't pay rent. Oh, (laughs) yeah, I wrote off (laughs) this room, too. I had to measure it with a tape measure. I measure mine with a tape measure. It's crazy. I filed for a tax extension, and that's all I've done so far. Uh, That sounds pretty good to me. I don't even know what that means. I'm super easy to do. I'm lucky because my stepdad is my tax guy. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. nice. Good. Yep. Lucy's can he mom. Be my mold or Kenyon's guy? mom. Yeah, that's we all cool. need we all need Tom to be our tax guy now. <laughs> okay, good. Our mold guy. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking because I had to put my dog down this week. Oh, oh baby. that's a real oh, reason. Baby. Nothing Jeez, else matters except drinking. your reason. I know. What are? No? Can you tell us a funny story about him? Oh my so god! So yes. many funny stories. Yeah, let's um, let's hear about him. Well, so this was my sweet baby boy Burke. He had pulmonary hypertension and took low doses of Viagra every day. <laughs> he liked to rock a bow tie. Aww. He was everybody's friend, and um, he was a sex maniac, sex addict, if you will. Uh, but only under very specific circumstances. So he used to live in a foster situation, so there'd be other dogs coming through all the time. Right. And there was one particular beauty. (laughs) Her name was was Penny. Smitten. Penny. And she was an unfixed Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, my. 
Oh, what woman. a slut. Oh, no, no. <laughs> she was wholesome and beautiful, mm. and Burke just could not stay out of her. I mean, to be fair. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? She she was enjoying it. Like, this was oh. a one-sided situation. It was consensual. Okay. And consensual. <laughs> and um, one day, she had her appointment to be fixed, and, you know, they went in, they, they took out all the necessary equipment, they patched her up, they sent her back home, and Burke sauntered up to her, accepting to receive her back <laughs> with equal vigor and excitement. Uh, took one sniff of her downstairs, made a face like a disgusted face, <laughs> oh my God. walked away, never had sex with her again. Oh, Penny! <laughs> he just he smelled knew. rejection. Penny had been, yeah, Penny had been tainted at that point, and uh, he was no longer interested, even though Sad. he was fixed. It's not like there was possibility of fertility. But he didn't know that. He didn't but remember. He didn't know. He yeah. didn't know. So Poor baby. That, that's, that was Burke. He was a real special guy. I mean, to be fair, he you were feeding a, him Viagra, so. It's not his fault that Viagra was originally made for pulmonary hypertension. That's a good point. Just, <laughs> the way it is. just a side Low effect. Doses. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. One time, his teeth, he was so smelly. He was the smallest, smelliest uh, boy in the world. One of yeah. his teeth just fell out in my bed once. <laughs> oh, my God. And he just didn't even care. He oh, was just, no. like, rotting. Yeah, this boy was dying long before he was very yeah. old did One you keep the tooth no I, <laughs> Lucy. it's yeah, a necklace around her neck <laughs> that no, was my no, next no, no. question yeah. what One kind time. of jewelry did you make from it None. my mom actually we were out to lunch one time and we were eating soup which oh, is God. like the, the least chewy food on earth. It's the definition <laughs> of not chewy. And she, out of nowhere, is like, something's in my mouth. And oh. she pulled out her tooth. And I was like, what the? And she shrugged it off and just put it on the napkin and kept eating her soup. And I was like, I have so many fucking questions. And she was like, she was like, that just happens. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You reach a point in your life where your teeth just start falling into your soup. If it were like an yeah, apple, I could have almost down. blamed it on that. But I was like, you're eating soup. No. This is the the least opportune this time. This is what's going to the dentist. And it would have oh God. I found out later that it wasn't her tooth. Although we both thought it was her tooth. Because it, well, it, it was someone else's tooth. on top of her it tooth. It was someone oh. else's like tooth. A, uh, <laughs> Like the, oh, yeah, I was really worried for a minute. Tooth. I was like, this sounds like it could be worse. Well, but. for her to say, like, oh, that just happens. I was like, do your teeth just fall no. out and you just walk on through life? Like, that's not a problem. <laughs> they just come into your no. soup? They're not. Oh, my God. Okay, well, that's why I drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're talking about my mother the same. Too. So. I've added a lot of reasons to my list. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm just terrified now. Now I can't ever eat soup again. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> Soup's been ruined. Thanks, Linda. I, I can never smile again. So. Thanks a fucking lot. <laughs> um, okay, so before I get into a story with you guys, mm-hmm. I know Christine's stance on this for obvious reasons, but right. mm-hmm. how many of you are believers in the supernatural paranormal world? Me. Me. Okay. I would say I'm about like 65%. There, there. she is. There's I am the one. 600%. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking witch. I stayed in a haunted hotel this weekend. <laughs> I mean, you I did? go, like, falls deep. What yeah, did you say? The St. James Hotel is one of the most haunted hotels in the country. <gasps> Wait, say it again so I can cover it. 
the St. James Hotel. It's in Red Wing, Minnesota. Ooh. Did I do that? I it's don't know if you did gorgeous. that. I don't think I did. Did anything we happen? in. No, there was a wedding there, so, like, any paranormal activity was shrouded by, like, drunk people singing in the hallway. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I think you mean but shrouded by love? Love and... Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, no, wedding bliss? <laughs> but what is a wedding but drunk people singing in the hallway, though? Really? Yeah, pretty much. But right. we, like, snuggled in. We watched The Shining. We were in the snowpocalypse. Like, it was amazing. It oh, was really my. Beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Do you yeah. have any... Does mm-hmm. anyone have any personal paranormal stories they'd like to share as far as i remember you guys have like a, a combined story right we do we, we do have, have a, a combined have a story. Joint story that's not we... exactly paranormal though it's not i've definitely had some paranormal experiences in a couple of houses that i've lived i've also worked in two original firehouses in minnesota oh, oh okay. wow so like the Two, the two biggest paranormal experiences I've had have been at both of these places that I've worked. So one is converted into a theater company. It's called the Mixed Blood Theater Company. Ooh. And yeah, it's really, really fucking cool. This place does amazing work. But I used to be their box office manager. So a lot of times I would be there later at night after rehearsals were over and everything was done just processing people's like subscription packages. Because right. that was really tedious administrative work. Um and the main, the theater and the box office were downstairs. And then upstairs was basically a big open rehearsal space and then some offices. And you could very clearly, the, the ceiling was very thin and you could hear when people were like stomping around up there rehearsing. Yeah. And I used to hear people walking around, running around, like kids playing. Ah! things like that upstairs when I was the only one in the building to the point where I started bringing my dog in at night (laughs) to just sit with me. No, Callie. I was like, I was like, Bert's going to like take some Viagra and handle the situation. Just bang this situation. (laughs) I'm all over this. (laughs) But the sounds of people would be so vivid that I would, check the entire building and then take a walk around the building terrifying to just be sure that there weren't other people there it never really felt all that threatening but it was definitely weird and then in the place i work in now um our wine room is in the basement and i was down there once getting some wine and i not only heard but felt the air of someone whistling right next to my ear Uh, and i thought it was one of the uh, line cooks like fucking with me so I flipped around ready to punch somebody and no one was there I checked the prep kitchen I checked everywhere in the basement and no one was there and I went back upstairs like white as a sheet and my coworkers were like what the fuck happened but stuff happens in there all the time we'll come into the open the restaurant in the morning and there will be like broken plates on the ground what wild for no reason yeah it's super weird Ugh. oh so, my yeah. god Yep. You wanted me to have my wedding there thanks <laughs> I did it's beautiful <laughs> it's gorgeous it is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous place, and they have, do a great brunch. And when there are a lot of people there, the ghosts are too scared to come out. They're like mice. Yeah. yeah. I have My, a ghost story. Oh, go ahead. I'll keep it short because it can be very long, but it is. it has to do with um, – a psychic that we had on one of our episodes, my psychic, Charles oh, Tiemann. I listened to that episode. I love that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you might have heard me tell this story. I don't remember if I actually told it, but uh, – the short version is I bought a photograph from a an antique store probably six or seven years ago, and it's like an old sepia photo, old-timey photo of a family, and there's a dead child in the photo, Whoa. like sitting in the front on a chair. 
Those like 19th century photos where they like jack up the corpse in like it's an outfit. Yeah. yeah. Post-mortem oh, Victorian. Uh, yeah. Ugh. So I bought it, obviously, $2. Of course obviously. I bought it. <laughs> Only obviously. $2. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was in a bin with just a bunch of other old photos. Uh. Like, I don't think whoever priced it realized that there was a dead child in the photo. Yeah, you never yeah. know. Um, <laughs> that it was valuable cargo. So I had... <laughs> So I had it on my shelf of oddities for like two years, and then one night I was home by myself, and I heard a noise, and I thought it was one of my cats, so I like went out into the dining room like thinking that it was, you know, they knocked something off, and they were both crouched on the floor with all their fur up, and like their tails were huge, and their eyes were huge, and I was like, oh my god, it obviously was not one of the cats. Right. Mm -hmm. So this photo was face down on the floor. (laughs) Oh my god! And it had been on the same shelf for like two years. Like the, it didn't. It didn't just fucking fall off the shelf. There's no way. There's no, no way. And the cats so were freaked I, out. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I was home alone. So I picked up the photo. I put it on the table, and I went back to bed. And I shut the door, and I turned off the lights, and I like covered up my head. I was like, I'm dealing with this in the morning. I was half asleep to begin with, anyway. And then a couple minutes later, I felt like a depression on my pillow right nope. next to my head. And I assumed it was, again, one of my cats. It's very <laughs> convenient to have cats that you can blame creepy exactly. shit on all yeah. the time. <laughs> so, I lifted up, so I lifted up my eye mask to see which cat it was because one of them likes being pet and one of them does not. So I wanted to, like, confirm which cat it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, You're such there, a fucking cat person. There were no <laughs> cats in the room. The door was shut and no cats were in the room. Yeah. No. Yeah. So later I talked to the psychic and he he told me that it was the mother who had this photograph on her bureau for the rest of her life. Because the kids, the kids probably four in the picture. Oh, Oh my God. So she was pouring all of her grief and her energy into this photograph for her entire life. And so the photo was full of all this energy. Wow. And that's that's why it fell on the floor. And then the little boy's spirit was the one who was scared and was trying to climb into bed with me for comfort. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. So then I felt bad for saying out loud, please leave me alone. You're scaring me. Because that's what you're supposed to do when there's a ghost scaring you. Right, you just yeah. ask them to leave. Mm-hmm. But now I've realized it was a four-year-old boy. He's probably just sad. So next time he, he visits me, I'll, I'll be more snuggle. friendly. Oh, my God. That just gave me chills. <laughs> That's I, wild. I'm staring at the photo right now. It's right next to my recording space. Oh, you still have it? Whoa. I want to see it. Can you send a photo later of the photo? Sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will. Do it. Yeah. If you guys get haunted, though, it's not my fault. Okay, fair. We do there make that disclaimer it. all the time on this podcast. We're like, if anything happens, don't fucking blame well, us. Well, because we actually yep. have had a lot of experiences in this house, and she's only lived here since, like, September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, while we're recording, shit yeah. goes down. Um, yeah. I, my, like... <laughs> My little cousin, uh, now she's 11, but when she was a little bit younger, like more like five or six, she, it was almost like she could like, she could see things that adults couldn't see, basically. Mm -hmm. And so there was this one time where she, I don't, I don't have all the details. I have to like talk to my aunt and remind myself all the details, but the essentials is that like. My aunt woke up and my little cousin was like downstairs sitting on the couch in the living room, like early in the morning. My aunt was like, you know, what are you doing down here or whatever? And she's like, oh, I was just talking to the man. Oh, my no. aunt was like, uh... what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like backing out of the room. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. 
And my little cousin was like, you know, whatever. And he, she, like, described this elderly man to a T. And, like, I can't remember the details, but, like, if he had a mustache, she, like, described the mustache <laughs> and all this stuff and height and everything and what he talked about and all this stuff. And she said that he was just, like, sitting on the couch with her. And then, um, you know, my aunt was, like, my aunt believes in all the, like, woo-woo stuff. And, <laughs> Me um, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but like even more like crystals and salt yep. rooms and that's Christine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. me. LA has yep. changed me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late to go back. <laughs> Lucy's and all that stuff too. Oh yeah. Um, Des Moines so... has changed me too. Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> if I haven't heard that a million times. <laughs> Always. The Eastern LA. <laughs> Famous. <So, laughs> Eastern LA. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, so then my aunt, like, did some research and talked to the neighbors that had lived in their house longer, or, like, lived in the neighborhood longer, and the neighbors were like, well, you know, whatever, what did he look like? And she described him to a T, and they were like, yeah, that's the previous owner. He died in that house. (gasps) So they knew the actual guy that she was talking about? Cool. Yeah, they literally were like, yeah, that's... Ted or whatever the fuck his name was. Classic Ted. Classic Ted. Just like sitting on the couch watching cartoons. Oh my God. Literally just sitting on the couch. When I was younger, I, I, not in my house, but in, uh, I was staying at another house and I remember seeing a woman standing over my bed while I was sleeping. Oh my. And my Uh. mom was sleeping in the bed with me because we were staying at someone else's house. And I remember trying to wake her up being like, there's an old woman staring at us right now. And she yeah. is pissed off that we're in this bed. And my oh, mom, oh. true to form, was like, just go to bed. <laughs> yes. But then the Shut next the day up. I brought it up and I guess they were trying to hide it from me since I was a little kid. But apparently mm-hmm. it, the the guy's house that we were staying at, his mother died in that room. Oh, God. Oh, my uh, Lord. I yep. like your mom just being like, just go back to sleep. Not, she wasn't even saying it nicely. She was my like, teeth fall out go to bed. Time. You're pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Standard mm-hmm. mothers. Oh, my yeah. Lord. Classic mom. I believe mom. in a lot of, like, intuition stuff and a lot of, like, sometimes, like, my aunt and I have the same tattoo, same aunt that I'm talking about. We have the same tattoo because we had the same dream about my deceased grandmother and her mm. her deceased mother on the same night. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, so we both got the same tattoo. You know, like, so I believe in some of it, mm-hmm. but not Dreams all are really guys. Yeah. I yeah. dream about our friend who passed away a few years ago all Aww. of the time. And yeah. in my dream, yeah. I can say to her, like, I know you're dead, but it's really cool to, like, see you. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, how's how's everything going? And, like, we have conversations. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's acknowledged in crazy, my dream that she's dead. That's crazy. I've had some crazy dreams about my dad who passed away four years ago where I can, like, feel him holding my hand. Yeah. yeah. I've woken up, yeah. like, still being able to feel. That's incredible. Like, I've had a dream where, like, his hand was on my shoulder. Like, it's crazy. Oh, it's like, my... you are, he's absolutely there. That's crazy. My mom yeah. and my grandpa, mm-hmm. or my, well, my mom and her dad, her dad died when I was seven. But she, whenever she's really stressed out, she can have dreams where she, like, says before she goes to bed, like, I really need you, Dad. Like, I really need to have a conversation with you tonight. And he'll show up in her dreams and, like, talk her through wow. it. Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Ooh, yeah. I just got such goosebumps. Me too. Mm-hmm. Ah! I love ah! that stuff. I want to try that. <laughs> I've so tried, like, Move to summoning. LA. Everybody's, like, always talking We're about this shit. We're all granola people. We're all granola hippies <laughs> over here. 
Love it. Or Des Moines. <laughs> or Des Moines. I mean, or Des Moines. I mean, if you're feeling Eastern about it. Yeah, like take whatever's easiest. They're pretty much the same thing. Eastern medicine. Oh my Des Moines. god. If you want all the crystals and none of the weather, just yes, Des Moines. That's right. Also, true to form in LA, we have a lot of uh that we have some sirens going on in the background, so sorry. We yep. have some. I'm sure we're ruining eh, your no audio. Worries. Sorry, extra noise. Whatever. Uh, we always have like barking dogs. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just had Geo saying dad. hello a couple minutes ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amanda's oh, usually eating. <laughs> I'm not now. I'm not. Thank God. So. Uh, I wanted to do a story this week in honor of you guys. I wanted it to be wine themed. <gasps> sure, sure. Yes. So I am doing a haunted winery. Hey! Yes. Yes. Right on brand. Let's buy it. And it's in yes. Liberty. I tried to find one in your in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could only find Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. It's close. <laughs> it's close enough. Two states away. Man. Close enough. It starts with the same letter. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's meh is what meh. I was going for. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, on I'm on board. <laughs> so this is in Liberty. Midwest. This is in Liberty, Missouri. And it's called the Belvoir Winery. Sounds fancy. Ooh. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. So we're Belvoir. all on board. I see. It sounds fancy except for the Liberty, Missouri part. Right. Yeah. It sounds French <laughs> and then it sounds like it's in Missouri. <laughs> I feel like Liberty, Missouri was the birthplace of French wine. Oh, yeah. I've heard. You know what? <laughs> I think I've so. also heard that and I also yep. agree. Yes. I'm going with that's real. I like that theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh it uh, it's all the way back in 1887, and it started mm. as a hotel called the Reed Springs Hotel. Okay. Mm. And I'm just giving you guys a little bit of history, but then we'll get to the good stuff. Um, mm. In 1895, it was sold. Um, it's no longer a hotel. It was sold to a secret society ah! known <gasps> as the... It's its initials are I O O F, which is not a good abbreviation. I O O F. It's like I oof oof, <laughs> but oof. <laughs> um, the secret society's name is the International Order of Odd Fellows. Get oh, out of here! Joining it. Sign about it them. We are all members of that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I will sign a fucking blood oath. I want to be a part of Actually, it. Actually, I looked into I, I looked into how to become a member of this because <laughs> oh my god, yes. To me, it sounded a lot like X Men, like the yeah. the school of yeah. mutants. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> apparently, you actually have to like be a participant for five years before you can even apply. Participate? What do you participate in anything? <laughs> Make me participating for square. So it's surprisingly actually a, a really like helpful secret society. Like I was expecting it to be like some shady shit. Yeah. Is it like philanthropic? Yes. So oh it's volunteerism. Oh. It's leaders in the community that take care of orphans and elderly people that are in need of care. Are you kidding me? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. And it's been around I, since the 18, since I think 1900 it was officially established, but it started in 1895. I cannot believe this is a thing that I've never heard of. I know. We should all join I it. I can dig it. I'm I kind of diminished my enthusiasm once I found I out what they it. actually did. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little less exciting, I guess. I know. I really thought everyone had a power. Like, I mean, there's, but there is wine, apparently. They own a vineyard, so. That's true. They knew exactly <laughs> where to set up shop. Yeah. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so the order, as they're called. <laughs> by themselves. Mm. By oh themselves only. Of the Phoenix. Of the Phoenix. <laughs> Joy. They uh, used this property as a place to house, teach, and nurse orphans and the elderly that did not have a home. Wow. And so they okay. had multiple buildings. One, uh, three of them still stand. 
One of them is caringly called the old folks' home. Oh, and charming! <laughs> I know. Youth. What are they called? Yeah, Ayuf. 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 The youth old folks' home. It's called Ufta old folks' home, and so, it's. I've already bought a plot. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Bring it to the writers' room with Harry Porter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Larry Potter. Perry Hotter. Yeah, that's, that's the one. So this place was actually pretty advanced for the early 1900s. They uh, were self-sustained by their own farm where the elderly taught the children how to garden and farm. So they actually made their own produce. That sounds like a movie. Yeah, it was really much like the boxcar children, but also with elderly people. (gasps) It's not Hotel Majestic. There's also wine. and Yeah, I like this story so far. And so the... Mm -hmm. the kids had daily chores and they, it was basically like a mentorship where the elderly were staying fit by, you know, chasing around children and the children were learning from the elderly people. So it was like a hand in hand kind of thing. Yeah. And they also Why had um, a hospital on site, which for a while was the only medical facility in Liberty, Missouri. Oh. And it even had its own laboratory. Ooh. A labo- oh. You mean a laboratory. Right. Yeah. About this, is, this is Liberty, Missouri we're talking about. Yeah. This about. is the French, yeah. guys. So, the, the French. French. <laughs> the birthplace of French wine. La, yes. La Liberty, laboratory. Missouri. La laboratory. <laughs> and so um, the I also the Grand Lodge, which it is not on this property. It's just like their their main hub. Uh-huh. Um, one of their rules is it's impossible under their law for any of their homes to reject an applicant due to physical disability. Oh, okay. Progressive. Yeah, very progressive. Super progressive. So even if you weren't uh, an orphan or an elderly person, if you were in desperate need of medication that no one was like, and no one else was looking out for you, they would take you in. That's so kind. Um, They also had an old school. um, I'm sorry. Gio is making a lot of noises. Gio. Gio's crying outside. He hears us laughing and then he gets jealous. He wants to be in on the joke. Bring him in. <laughs> Put Gio, him in your lap. Come here, baby. I feel your pain. It's okay. Can we take like a 30 second break? I have to pee so bad. That's fine. Oh, please do. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to deal with Gio for one second. <laughs> okay. Gio, honey. Hi, bear. Do you know how many times I, Christine and I have to like pause for any reason at all? <laughs> It's like, oh, oh we I believe have it. to sneeze for the next five minutes. Excuse me. <laughs> uh-huh. Natural. Good. One, one of our first, actually, it was our first interview we ever had. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We were, we were on <laughs> Hillbilly Horror Stories, and mm-hmm. uh, a, we had ordered a pizza thinking it would show up perfectly after the interview. So as soon as we were done, we would be like, oh, we could have pizza. And he knocked on the door right behind us and or right in front of us and Geo flipped the fuck out. <laughs> and then we had to be like, sorry, we ordered a pizza. And they were like, what the like fuck? on a real what? interview, not like it could be really edited. <laughs> yeah, it was really awkward. Anyway. Uh, hey, we've been there. We get it. Yeah, yeah. We totally we're good at this. It. It's fine. Yeah, we're professionals. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, go on. Who even knows where we were? Oh, I... Don't know. Actually, um, there were old the fellows. <laughs> there were a lot of old that people. they had to provide free medication. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's a it was a medical facility that was already super progressive on top of the, being a self sustaining farm and sure and it was just the biz. It was the stuff. And so sounds um, ideal. And so they also had a school 
uh, that was had the first instrumental music classes that were offered in Missouri, mm. and oh, eventually a boy. When was this? Two thousand one. Yes. Just kidding. There was also a boys band that was organized through this, and they made annual tours around the state. And their name was Insync. Oh. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe so. Stop. Around Missouri. I, yo, that's. I mean, I don't know if their name was in sync, but uh, <laughs> no, I imagine their name well, was like then. the Odd Fellows, the Odd, yeah, the <laughs> the Ayoofs. Again, O Town, O Town, O Town, and the O-town. the education that they actually received uh, at oh, what was it fucking called? Oh yeah, the Order, the Order, um, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so the education there was Oof-da. much more superior to what other kids were being taught at the time. And college tuition was provided for them as early what? as the 1920s. Holy shit. Because at, these people, I guess, like, you have to be, I don't know if you have to be wealthy, but you have to be really willing to donate a lot of money to be a part of this organization. Oh, I'm out. And oh, so, we're I'm out. out. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> this shit. And so anyone that, I think it said back then, everyone's membership fee was like $2, and that was in the 1800s. Oh. And so right. that well, was rich for my blood. Fee. Yeah, so it was a lot of money, but all the money went straight towards the building and college tuition and everything like okay. that. So. Okay, okay. Um, also, they had a really healthy family life there where, and not family life like there were families living there because they're orphans. Delicate. Rub it in. Orphans are hilarious. (laughs) I'm glad you said it. Um, So, uh, but like they like they tried to encourage a family lifestyle with all the people who lived there. So they had Mm -hmm. heavy um, music recitals, literary recitals that the children would perform for the elderly, and they also had um, book subscriptions, newspaper subscriptions, and magazine subscriptions to encourage reading. And uh, they actually had a class in the 1920s to teach the kids how to build radio sets. They had free movies. Practical skills. Practical skills. And they had had movies for free, which at the time were called moving pictures. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nickelodeons, don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) At the laboratory. Don't you want to watch a racehorse running over and over on a loop? Yes. They just had a flip book. And O Town was playing the soundtrack. Actually, yeah, the, the band orchestrated the whole thing. So they I love had... the idea that O Town are like immortal. <laughs> like, it just makes sense to me that that's who it yeah. was. I mean, it's the okay. only reason they had a career. Right. They only. <laughs> Oh my gosh! They owe everything to all orphan warlocks. What's that George Clooney movie anecdote? And feel free to cut this, but (laughs) not going to keep going as we so often do on our show. Oh my god! Anecdotes. When my mom had a hysterectomy. There it is. (laughs) Good start. I knew. I knew we were going in this. I'm already sold. <laughs> Making the band or whatever the show about right. O Town was oh on TV, and yes. my mom is so not into pop culture or anything, anything remotely, or even television. Like she's so not into that. <laughs> but she was like hopped up on these pain meds, oh boy, recuperating <laughs> for a few weeks, and, oh watching, my God. and like the only thing she watched was this fucking O Town reality. I feel like I remember this. Oh Balls watching making the band is my new favorite <laughs> image. Yeah, the band. she just 
That was such a like weird one hit wonder show. Did yeah. he do that song about breaking up and it was like the hardest part of breaking, breaking up, up is hard getting to back do. my stuff? my one hoodie i left when i had dinner with your family because you're in 10th grade shut up (laughs) she she would like cry because one of the characters was from hawaii and he missed his family and my mom would like she was so like just empathize that he missed his family listen like percocet makes you really empathetic okay (laughs) i've been there i cried through the whole whole series of weeds when i got my uh wisdom teeth out (laughs) when i got my wisdom teeth out i became really in because i mean it was like a i guess i found it at the exact quote right moment if there was ever such a thing (laughs) where um i became really into degrassi oh dear yes oh my god but here's the thing the reason i call it the right time is because i got my wisdom teeth out on like my 15th birthday so happy birthday to me yeah and also it was summer and so i guess they had it on like a 24 hour loop (laughs) because it was leading up to the new it was leading up to the new season and so at any hour i could come to from the medication and be watching a grassy and my mom was taking care of me so she also started watching a lot of degrassi and it's basically like a soap opera for teenagers and my mom Uh loves soap operas Mm -hmm. so Uh to this day every now and then she's like whatever happened to that show with like fiona and declan and like what's going on (laughs) well let me tell you about drake let's let's transition to drake story for my obsession with canada oh my god Uh, Yes, Here I do love are. a good Canadian TV show, that's, if anything. So. That's fair. If it doesn't involve Percocets, we don't want to hear it right no, now. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. Stay away. <laughs> anyway, back to the Hi. school of orphans, guys. Oh, sure. Yes. Right. yes, yes, yes. Back to the hilarious orphans. Right, right, right. Back to the comedy town. matter for the show. Yeah. So, um... There was also a Sunday school um, meetup group that was conducted at the home, and there was transportation provided for any, like, choice of church service. So they would truck you out to wherever you wanted to go for church jeez they had as holidays were that were always church, celebrated often sure say that again i was to say as long as you fucking wanted to go to church they'll make sure you exactly. as what if you went into like the <laughs> satanic church you what, really- if, what if would they truck you there i don't know we don't we don't offer services that reliable for like our <laughs> differently abled population but if you want to get to fucking church in missouri in like 1901 we we're gonna get you there yeah you're i don't think will be found we will only have yeah. one cart and buggy but if you yep. can hold on it's to the wheel real tight <laughs> what if your church was like the vfw yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that counts that counts Holidays were also celebrated, often complete with presents and food and refreshments provided by the home. And there was a monthly family dinner for over 600 people that was held celebrating any child or elderly person's birthday that month. Oh, my God. That's so precious. So it was like be an orphan. It was like a perfect (laughs) little commune. Me too. It was like the cults before they go bad. Right. It's like that, that like prime golden hour of a cult. Yeah. The rash niche. Yes. Oh my god, I totally would have lived with them and then they started poisoning yeah. the rest of the town like inexplicably. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just like got real bad real quick. Yeah. Jerks. It escalated. It just, Someone made one like bad nice idea cradle. while they were a little too energetic. Yeah, too excited. Yeah. Too excited. It only takes one bad idea though, yep. you guys. We've learned this the <laughs> That's hard way. the lesson that you should take away from both our podcasts. <laughs> learned this over yes. and over. <laughs> so, one thing uh, our shows have taught you. <laughs> in the so 
I mean, it was a great story up until now, but of course it had to come to an end because this is a story Always. about ghosts. Oh, no. And people have to turn into ghosts, don't they? I was they? hoping they'd be happy ghosts, though. Mm. I mean, they would, but something mm. has to happen for them to get to that point. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. Yep. They gotta die. Yes. Uh, there's gotta Jesus. be a, cro- a, a crossover, much like this this episode. <laughs> oh, good. Yep. Good time. style. So, in the 1900s, the, here's my, like, novel expertise research, by the way. Yeah. Something <laughs> was frozen. That's my information I found. <laughs> what does that even mean? Something that was frozen. My heart. My eggs. <laughs> We have so many possibilities. They, I, the possibilities are endless. I'm just saying, compared Something. if you guys go back and if you listen to the Wine and Crime crossover episode first before <laughs> this one, you'll hear just how unbelievably researched they are. And then all of a sudden, my dumbass is like, something got frozen. <laughs> my expression is currently frozen. No, we all seem unbelievably researched in that episode because only Kenyon wrote a case. If you get a taste of my cases, it's like, I don't fucking know. People died. Moving on. Oh, have you ever listened to an episode where I'm trying to explain multiple floors of a building? Because Isn't I'm that like, every episode? <laughs> yes. I'm like, on the fourth floor. Oh, wait, I mean the second floor. You're like, wait, which one's above the fourth? Is there a fifth? I don't know. The basement's basement. Yeah. Um, so in the 1900s, something was frozen in the basement. So it was some, I'm assuming something mechanical to keep the place uh-huh. going. Okay. Um, and so because it was the 1900s and they weren't, scientists or using common sense <laughs> they had a laboratory you would, there's I, no way to know they didn't there's use no it though know. i guess oh, oh, oh. <laughs> science uh, didn't so exist be- in the 1900s definitely 1900s. not and it, who knows i mean 1900s that's like a hundred years to play with so who knows mm-hmm. <laughs> right in the 1900s something was frozen in the basement sure. and to unfreeze it they used blow torches oh my oh Always. no of course Natch. i'm guessing boiler <laughs> And so uh, they accidentally burned everything down. Oh, no. Oh, my God, yes. Yep. I mean, no. I, I mean, who could, who could have thought that would happen? <laughs> who could have guessed? So oh, currently, oh, that's literally all the history, by the way. So who knows what happened? So <laughs> if something froze and then they all just went up in flames. Yeah, okay. everything froze yep. and then everything got really hot. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's only three buildings left from that time that's are still standing. Tell me the laboratory survived. The laboratory did not. The administration building did. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Who could forget that? The hospital. Uh The paperwork. And of course, the old folks home. The old folks home. (gasps) Thank God. Thank God. I'm a little bummed that the old folks home made it, if we're going to be real. (laughs) Also, the orphanage, I think it was the... I think it was the hospital, but one of the three buildings that's still standing was also used as the orphanage originally. So there is still... I hope it's one of the ones still standing. (laughs) I do too. Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. And so there's also an on-site cemetery where almost a thousand people are buried. There's always an on-site cemetery. Well, in this case, it's because (laughs) a lot of the elderly didn't have anyone to arrange burials for them oh sad right mm. so they had like a cemetery so when the elderly people left they didn't have any they didn't have you know you know they yeah. no elderly contact, so. it was elderly and orphans right not yeah, elderly so no orphans <laughs> elderly orphans i'm just making sure some of them might have had family i don't know maybe they did shit on a poorly constructed viking raft and yep, push light me it up to see. A Viking funeral? 
Yeah, I don't give Lake Minnetonka. The oh, yes. By the way, I'm wearing Minnetonkas today. <gasps> what? what? I am. Just for uh, you. Minnetonka just for just because I knew that exact Viking burial comment would happen. Yeah. Yep. This is <laughs> where we're from. Is as warmed as the crematory of this laboratory. Oh my oh, god. Well, that's a, quite wow. a compliment. Post to me. blow Clear. torches. Clearly, this whole episode we have Fahrenheit. scripted and rehearsed several times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, if you can't good? tell. No, I actually. Fun fact: I grew up with um, my dad. Anytime we're home, he would wear Minnetonkas. They were his favorite shoe. <gasps> I have some oh Minnetonkas. That's, that's literally the part of Minnesota that we're from. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, we're yeah, from Minnetonka. I know. I'll take a picture of me in my shoes later. <laughs> they have a buffalo plaid, red buffalo plaid on the inside. Sure. Super oh, you goddamn know it. You gotta. You gotta gotta go mm-hmm. plaid when you're going Minnetonka. Oh yeah. yeah we, That's we, their slogan. The three, us, the three of us went to Minnetonka High School. Oh, Shut yeah. the fuck up. I never okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I know this is gonna sound super stupid, but I didn't know Minnetonka was a town. I thought Minnetonka oh, was like the company that city. just made these shoes. It's a big old suburb of Minneapolis. It means yeah. big lake. Yeah, Makes sense right with the Minna. Minnetonka. Min- <laughs> yeah. Minnetonka, Minneapolis. So yeah. Minnesota is many lakes and Minnetonka Minnesota. is big lake, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. Who to thunk? Look yeah. at you. It's like we're I mean, we're geography experts all, always. Always. Obviously. We're First amazing. and foremost. Today we're just letting it slide so you look smarter than us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. We really appreciate that. <laughs> this is all Thank you. We need so it. Nice You're welcome. I knew you guys were really gonna try with your story, which is why I kept mine too. Something got frozen. <laughs> Something Love got it. frozen. <laughs> Um, Back okay, to so the orphans. Sorry. Back to the orphans. Currently, the orphanage, or the property that these buildings stand on, is now operating as a winery Hell and a yeah. nine-bedroom inn. <laughs> Ooh, I that forgot is awesome. this was a winery. We're going. Yeah, we're super going. Let's go. I, yeah. to go I mean, it's only, yeah. it's only two states no, away no, no. for you guys. Yeah, let's go, let's go uh, do a live Kenny show there. Lucy. No, you are not allowed to fucking go there without me. I'm I'm going. I'm going. I'm leaving right now. I have to go, you guys. (laughs) No, (laughs) guys, we're doing a live show show there together, all of us. Yes, I'm so excited. Let's do it. Let's do it. So here is where things get creepy. So um, they still actually have some of the remaining items from when it was uh, owned by the order. And so, I thought you were going to say remains. Oh, right. <laughs> just actually, there's children's like, skeletons. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so um, they actually like in the nine bedroom inn, they still have nurse clothing, hospital equipment and school supplies all from the late 1800s. <laughs> Yeah, you guys. That's creepy this place is fuck. only six hours and forty-eight minutes if you drive the speed limit from my house. Oh my god, <laughs> we're oh. definitely doing it. Let's go. We're going. We're going. That's like us driving to like San Francisco. That's like us driving yeah. across half the city of LA. Yes, we're yeah, going. in traffic. It in takes traffic. about five hours for me to get to work every morning. Yep. Actually, yep, yep. Um, so they have an in-house paranormal research team. That's great. Yes, oh yes they do. Full, full fucking time. Like they have it, they come in every single week, and on Fridays in October they do ghost tours with people. Sure, done. And on Wednesdays they wear pink. Making my (laughs) reservations. And they are known as creeps with a Z. I'm sorry, creeps, creeps with a Z. Yes, I 
kind of hate that, but I'm going to let it go because it sounds like a dream job. I just that feel was like our failed tagline from our first episode that <laughs> yeah. only made it one or two episodes. We were Pretty like, much. Keep it creepy. <laughs> Keep it creepy. And then we're yeah. like, now nah, this is creepy. We're cutting <laughs> it. We're becoming the creeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So creeps yeah. stands for city and rural explorers examining paranormal zones. Oh, they're so <laughs> full of it. They just were like, what words can we make into this yeah, with a yeah. Z? Literally, they, yeah, they uh, picked creeps with a Z first. For and sure. And then they fucking yeah. created Ultra sure. high premiums. I yep. was I was a paranormal <laughs> investigator, and I can tell you no one ever calls anything a paranormal zone. <laughs> Unless you're a ghostbuster. Yeah, exactly. So, um, fun fact, mm-hmm. Sci-Fi oh Channel's uh, Ghost Hunters has filmed an episode there. Nice. And... Yes. Uh, Love I'm just going to start. We've got quite a list of things for me to read to you Great. about I'm ready. things that have happened here. Sure. Oh, my God. Yes, mm. yes, 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 yes. Okay, ghosts, cool. ghosts, ghosts. So <laughs> I thought you were saying go, go, go. I'm also saying that. So <laughs> ghost sightings have included, can you guess, orphan children. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> shocked. Elderly also, What about orphaned elderly people? There we go. <laughs> How do we know that they're orphan children? Yeah, that's just, also true. What, just because they're alone? Yeah, because they're a child, yeah. they have to be an orphan. They anyway. wear a sign around their neck. It's really <laughs> disturbing. I am an orphan. <laughs> uh, so it includes orphan children, a mischievous man. Uh, oh, God. Ooh, I wish I don't know what that means. Sounds, sounds pervy. Nasty. He sounds like a creep yeah. with a Z. I do not like that. <laughs> <laughs> and a singing old lady. I love her. No. Oh, there's always yeah. a singing old lady. That's the ghost I am. Yep. <laughs> Where I'm really obnoxiously <laughs> singing things with like a really thick, like old timey. But Amanda, you'll, yeah, you'll know it's Amanda when she's like, June it's is unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> da, 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 da. June, June, June. Very, very uh, old time Broadway. Yes. Like transatlantic. So, yeah. Get ready to be haunted by me. <laughs> so the old O-Town songs. Yeah, you get it. You're there. So people have heard odd voices and noises, they, which have included children giggling and running up and down the stairs. Yup. Nope. Nope. You've been there. Been uh, there doors, so doors have opened and closed by themselves. The Ooh. owner tells um, when people ask him like something he's gone through. His specific memory is of a little boy in a red shirt, blue pants, and brown boots who appeared near the fireplace. And although he was visible, you could see the details of the fireplace through him. Yeah. Cool. Okay. There is nothing worse than a ghost child in shorts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just say a ghost child in jorts? In in denim and jeans. That too. Oh, with like the little sock garters. You just know we had sock garters. A ghost child in like bloomers. Well, it's funny you say that because it's actually like, I changed it to just say blue shorts, but it's actually written as blue knickers. Oh, (laughs) there you go. It's like you knew. Knicker ghosts. Knicker ghosts. Pantaloons. And pantaloons. Nick Mac Paddywhack. So... As we say on our podcast regularly. Yeah, as that's you your do tagline. in the transatlantic way. Your tagline is knick-knack paddywhack. It is now. <laughs> as of today. Love uh, it. 
Although the okay, so I said although he you could see the fire through him, which is just its own version of hell. I think. Yes. 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 Yep. yep. Um, yep. children have been heard singing Ring Around the Rosie in the halls. Uh, no, 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 they haven't. If it's not, I, it's not unusual. I don't want anything to do with it. Yep. <laughs> what? New pussycat? What? Oh, or Drops of Jupiter. I can't. <laughs> Honestly, any song by Train is the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like, or like All Star. Yes. 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 Yeah. Hey, now. <laughs> Imagine like a little a troop of orphans coming in in their sleep to sing all in their pantaloons. (laughs) Ghosts of like tweens from the late nineties, early two thousands. It's gonna be way more entertaining than like Victorian (laughs) ghosts. I totally agree. (laughs) So the owner's daughter has also heard a little girl talk to her. Nope. And uh, while investigating the hospital area, one of the uh, investigators had to sit down after feeling uneasy but when she stood mm. up she all she remembers is blacking out and feeling an ice cold hand on her head and <laughs> then waking up but what happened to everyone that was around her is that something shoved her head into the wall uh. like into like the metal <gasps> beam of the wall oh and then God. when she like got away from the wall her eyes were rolled back in her head and they can only see the whites of her eyes nope and she Ick. was sweating and panting profusely. Gross. Ick. Oh, when are men okay. going to figure out that head pushing is not a move? <laughs> <laughs> this is That's the yeah. moral of the story. Don't. Especially until metal beam. No, yeah. Keep your fucking hands to yourself while I'm done. <laughs> I will set the pace. So when she <laughs> when she finally like like she said she blacked out and only felt an ice cold hand on her head but she also remembers the entire time that she was blacking out only being able to hear growls and like coming in and out of consciousness and then blacking out. Oh good. Oh my god. Um, okay. People also hear a, a deep cult. growl coming from the room known as the mischievous man's room. No. No. Mm. no. <laughs> no for a lot of reasons. <laughs> oh. So they uh, they went to go check it out when they heard the growls and they felt a heavy, oppressive feeling coming over them and heard hissing in their head. Ew. Stop. Like they heard like hissing between their ears. Ugh. No. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, okay. In the administrative building, uh, which was, oh, that was the one that was once used as an orphanage. Right. Um, mm. They had different meters set up all around to try and catch any like electromagnetic activity or any anything that could resemble spiritual activy. The I'm only time they, the golden compass, the yes. only time they got <laughs> anything one night was when they all decided to sing. Mary had a little lamb and then all the meters oh. fell. All the meters fell off the, off the tables. <laughs> oh my uh. God. The kids were like, oh this is my favorite song. They were like, this is not ring around the <laughs> rosy. <my> bitch. Jam. <laughs> This is not all star. This is not all star. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> I'm gonna drop you like a fucking Jupiter until you play all star. <laughs> I'm gonna out. drop it like it's hot till you play the hits. The hits. <laughs> so uh, in hits. in a shed outside that was once used for storage. Um, orphans used to hide there when so they could avoid doing chores. Oh, nice. Me too. Mm-hmm. Relatable. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there are these things in when you're investigating called dowsing rods that mm-hmm. yeah. they're basically like, do you know what those are? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
So, I do not. Okay, if you if you keep them in your hand, it's very much like the planchet of a Ouija board, where if you're touching it, they can use like your energy and move the planchet using like your. Oh, okay. Like that's why, like, okay. you need to be touching the planchet on a Ouija board because they need your energy to help move it along. Right. So okay. a dowsing okay. rod is basically the same thing, where you hold these metal rods that are really lightweight, and because your energy is flowing through it, they can move the rods and point in directions for you. Right. So, so like, where cool. they cross over? Didn't they used to find water like that? Yes. Yes. Like uh, okay. they used to find like where natural springs were right yeah and they and they cross over if there's like a heavy level of activity okay yeah um okay so they were using dowsing rods and one of the questions they went into the shed where they used to hide and said are your friends here can you show us where your friends are and the rods moved in different directions on their own one pointing behind a like a box that was left over and one (laughs) hiding one pointing at a chair as if it was like hiding behind the chair (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) Um, on that note you guys it's 60 dollars per ticket for these paranormal investigation parties amanda there's one friday june 15th we're going oh my god in minneapolis no in liberty missouri actually they like they lift the winery and bring it to you so (laughs) in minnesota they bring it to minnesota for you to do it in your own backyard for only sixty dollars. For only sixty bucks, they ship the whole thing over. Their business model seems shady at best, but <laughs> just go with it. So it's they, our preferred business model, actually. You can also use the rods as a yes or no game. So if you want them to cross over, it'll say yes. If you don't want them, it'll be they, to separate them. It means no. And so mm-hmm. uh, they, one of the investigators asked if they thought the girl in the room, like one of the girls that was an investigator. They asked, do you think she's pretty? And it said yes. Which, thank God, because kids are brutally honest. What if it was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> what if, yeah. Nah. nah. She's Seven out of ten, maybe, on a good day. <laughs> Spelling of spells it out on the Ouija board. The girl's like, okay, stop. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, so when it, marvelous. <laughs> when it was time to say goodbye, uh, the, that same woman said she felt the experience of being hugged, but below her waist, like a child was trying to hug her. Oh, God. Aww. Or a man on his knees. Aww. Or a man on his knees. An orphaned elderly man. <laughs> the mischievous <laughs> man. <laughs> so the most common thing are voices, laughing, and singing. However, some people have also seen shadows, apparitions, and figures of like uh, black figures, like solid black figures of men peeking around corners and staring at them. Yeah. Oh, um, oh my oh, God. Never men being creeps. No. <laughs> death. Can't you just fuck yeah. off and leave us alone? Creeps. creeps yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, fucking post-mortem me too. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Could we fucking not? Uh, so the woman who, ex- the woman who experienced the hug, they also, people have reported felt, feeling grabbing on their shoulders or their pants legs being tugged. And there used to be a morgue in the nursing home and people have felt uh, being pushed, touched and seeing dark shadows and hearing like whispers into their ear. Mm. Um, People have also heard whistling right in their ear and even Hey, like you, Amanda. Yeah. Yep. And this is hitting too close. <laughs> this is actually your story. <laughs> the story uh, of um, Good God. And then they've also caught on recordings children yelling at each other. Oh. 
And there's so uh, like the woman who experienced uh, the hug, others have felt being grabbed Ugh. by their shoulders um, or their pant legs being mm. pegged. Oh, God. There is also a morgue nope. in the nursing home and people have felt being pushed, shoved, touched and seeing dark shadows and hearing Jesus. voices. Jesus. Yeah. Huh? Nope. Nope. <laughs> people have also heard um whistling mm-hmm. and which is something that you've mm-hmm. also experienced yes yes and uh on recordings they've heard children yelling at each other of course <laughs> okay i don't know what they're saying but i bet yep. it's mm-hmm. juicy oh i'm sure children <laughs> gossip is always the hot serious yes, using my it. xbox yeah. oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who stole my yeah. CD? <laughs> also, down the hallways, when you're in the building, you can hear a piano being played, but you can never find oh, the piano. Oh, I don't, I don't no. like that. It sounds like nope. a cruel game. It's someone trying to teach themselves all Oh, my God. <laughs> Chopsticks. Drops of people Meet Virginia. Meet Virginia. Over and over. Over and oh, over God. again. For eternity. I'd kill myself. People have heard a glass smashed on the ground and shatter in the room with them. Like they felt the thud on the floor if something what? hit the ground. But there was no glass to be found. And other people have also heard glass shattering from rooms down the hall. I found can't them. wait Whoa. for this paranormal tour with Amanda yeah, in June. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also have used... Um, uh, EMF detectors, so it's like it reads electromagnetic waves and starts at a green light for a base read and goes all the way up to red based on how intense the activity mm-hmm. is near it. And mm-hmm. so they placed all of these EMF detectors like one by one down the hallway in like probably like five or six feet apart from each other. And when they were asking if anyone was there, each one went off all the way to red one by one as if someone was running down the hall. Which is one of the things that I experienced a lot when I was doing my investigations. We would put EMF detectors all around the room and we were talking to uh, two children in one of the houses that we went to a lot. And we would ask for them to try and hit every single one of the EMF readers and you would see them go off one by one like they were running around in a circle around what? the room. Oh my god. How as, asking for a friend, how much is an EMF yeah. detector? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sixty. Six as much 60? as the tour. As much as the tour. Sixty bucks. Uh, we're getting so them. It. We're buying them. Oh, Company card. Yeah. And usually That's you can bring those things on tours. You can bring those things on tours yep. with you. So if you buy yep. it ahead of time, yep, then, you yep. can use it. Joy. Definitely a work-related side, expense. Side note. And how long were you a paranormal <laughs> yeah, side, investigator for? Uh, I was with a group in Yorktown, Virginia. And I mm-hmm. it was by a group. I mean, it was me and one other guy that went from place to place. But uh, we also would work with different teams throughout Colonial Virginia. So like Williamsburg, <gasps> Jamestown. Because yes. they're... The oldest places in the country, so they're. Were you ever just like enough with the civil war? Not civil war. Yeah, I grew up with the civil war because I I also grew up in Fredericksburg, which was like a a huge part of the civil war. So yeah, every history class growing up, we just we learned. (laughs) I know too much about the civil war. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But. uh, La 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 la. Oh, all right. Two last things. So people have seen a child's apparition in the ladies' room walking into Perf. the bathroom. 
<laughs> and what a perp. Oh, seriously. And a uh, they've also seen a lady walking across a doorway in the library, like through the doorway, and uh, singing to herself or humming to herself, which is yeah. extra crazy. Also, for in my book. And then also, the last thing I'm going to say is there's my favorite piece of equipment for investigations is called the spirit mm-hmm. box. Done. Where Sold. It, uh, it runs through radio waves at a really fast rate because the theory is that if ghosts are talking to us, they're just on another frequency. They're frequency. on another wave that we can't hear. So if you run a bunch of radio waves really quickly, you can hear them talking through the radio waves at a frequency oh, we can Like the Beatles weird. recording well, backwards or whatever? Yes, exactly that. And so they yeah. use this, they use a spirit box one time and they asked, is it okay that we're here with you? And they got through the radio waves. They heard someone say, yes, that's ah. fine. Ooh. Ooh. You can what if your ghosts yep. you can spoke a different time. language? That yeah. would suck. It'd be like levels. Yeah. That would suck for yeah. them. They'd be like, I'm just trying to tell you something and no one's listening. I'd like to think once you die, if if you become a spirit, you just inherently know all languages. Oh, that's a good yeah. uh, way I mean, like, I don't think it's true, but I, I would hope that that's like a secret that's power you get. That's my preferred superpower. Yeah. Especially if you're part of the order or whatever it's called. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. The order of mm-hmm. God okay. fellows. <laughs> the order of Ufta. The order of Ufta. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you guys one. know what Ufta is? No. You probably don't know what Ufta is. Okay, so Ufta is like a Scandinavian phrase that has become part of Minnesotan mm-hmm. culture because there were so many uh, Scandinavian immigrants, including like It's all like of an our interjection. Ancestors. It's not a word. Um, it's like woof. It means. It's like it's woof. Like, yeah. yeah no, it's like, it's like, you know, with like Jewish, like mm-hmm. oi. Oi, like, got it. Got it. It's, it's Oofda. It's that, but it's Oofda. Oofda. Yep. Got it. I really like Oofda. it, and I think I might yep. adopt it. Yeah, you're going to start yeah, listening sure. to our episodes and hear Oofda a lot. Yes. I love it. I would be so honored. <laughs> that thrills me to right, no yeah. end. Look, yep. multicultural learning <laughs> is what happens on this podcast. Look at that. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, I that mean, was... I don't know if you heard our episode where I did a German mm. accent, Christine, but... I mean, if I rough. did, I might have blacked it out. It I'm not was. Sure. She was so offended, she just blocked yours. the whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. It wasn't great. Well, Whatever. that's what I'm going to spend and... my, the rest of my Sunday looking for. Obviously. <laughs> I try to avoid and that was I try to avoid doing stories with crazy names unless it's from Germany because at least I know Christine will handle it. <laughs> Otherwise it's yeah. a shit show and we get Otherwise we get so like people are like, that's not how you say it in Swedish and I'm like, Well how the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> we well, only damn. pick stories with crazy I'm names. sorry, I don't have a PhD in Swedish. Alright guys, I have a murder yes. story. Let's bring it. Fuck yes. Okay, so it's wine adjacent. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> so <laughs> I'll take it. Sangria. It was really hard to find. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I did see one about like a a barber who was like an alcoholic, and I was like, I'll do that in a future episode. But this one yeah. is rich. The story of Richard and Nancy Lyon, mm. uh, who they were a couple in Connecticut. Who you can probably picture as being the classic Connecticut upper 
class family. Uh, they met at Harvard, and she was from. So Nancy was from a like an upper class family that lived in the wealthiest neighborhood in Texas. Uh, and he came from kind of like a middle class family, so they kind of already had like a uh, an imbalance in their classes, okay. which yep, yep, only matters because he took uh-huh. it personally. Uh, but to, of course, of fucking course, patriarchy, of course. Of course. Uh, so to everyone who knew them, so they got married. Everyone who knew them was like, they have the perfect marriage. They both have Ivy League degrees. They're like beautiful people. They have two daughters. Da da da. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Um, but Richard never felt like he fit in with the with Nancy's kind of like elite social family uh, and her friend group. And they had moved back to Texas to like this really rich town that she's from. Mm-hmm. And so he f- always felt kind of like out of place. Uh, and mm-hmm. her career, better yet, was taking off. And he was not progressing in his career as quickly mm-hmm. as she was, which obviously her is a problem. Sounds like right? my last relationship. Handle your yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Amanda's uh-huh. like relating to Too this real Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, so she was lo- working at a freaking law firm. It was called Trammel Crow, and she was getting all these promotions. Um, but he was like, he was working a job, but it was stagnant, and he didn't, he wasn't getting promoted like he wanted to, and wasn't making as much money as her. So he started getting jealous and frustrated. And then he dumped um, her, and then told her obvious- he didn't love her for half of their relationship. What's that? <laughs> Wait. Well, so he made did... her put down his dog. <laughs> well, he demanded the... half of the security hey, deposit. Guys, oh my god! <laughs> be nice to Richard. He did the obvious natural thing, which is that he found a coworker, a young coworker named Tammy, oh, and uh, decided to no. sleep with her. Blinker. Yeah. I hate Okay, here we go. You know, it's an episode of Maury all of a sudden. An episode of Maury, yeah. <laughs> so you're triggering Amanda's there now. Oh, so hard. oh no! Fucking Amanda, fucking have another Tammy drink real quick before we continue. Dry on our separation, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call him Dan. You know the, the Nick. The yeah, can his name just be Dan? <laughs> just kidding. Let's not. I mean, to be honest. Like Richard isn't the nickname for Richard yeah, Dick totally. anyway, so we totally. can just use that. Yeah, yeah. Dick. absolutely. Dick. Dick. Nailed it, guys. Dick. Nailed it. <laughs> so Dick <laughs> fell into the loving arms of his so coworker Dick. Tammy. Yep. yep. So this Dick <laughs> and Tammy were in love, and they turned their one night stand into a full on affair. And when Nancy learned about the affair, obviously all hell broke loose. Um, and instead of kind of coming back to her, Richard was like, all right, I'm dating Tammy now and just peaced out the day after Christmas and <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. Literally left the name. Na- so the neighbor wrote like this full expose on like how she witnessed this whole progression. And she's like, and they shared a duplex together and she's like, yeah, the day after Christmas, the tree was on the curb already. And like, he was packing a double oh like and just like got in the car and left. Two days before Valentine's day and the week of your four year anniversary. Isn't that crazy? How like, <laughs> how parallel. <laughs> but also kind of, like, kind this of is how there. you earn money as a neighbor is by creeping on your neighbors and like mm-hmm. selling that shit. Seriously. To any news outlet. Like, mm. God bless that neighbor. 
It was also, pretty incredible because she was like, yeah, I didn't really know them very well. And then like wrote this fucking 10 yeah. page article. <laughs> and probably got second. paid 10 grand. I don't know much about God them, but her. here's everything. Oh, sure. She does what she but needs to do. But I watch through their windows every afternoon. It. That's me as a neighbor. Yeah. I don't know any of my neighbors, but I know about them. You go through their trash. <laughs> for sure. My my neighbors, my mom went through a divorce a couple years ago. And so we mm-hmm. were friends with our neighbors. We've grown up on the same block since mm-hmm. I was three. And but I still tell myself that as neighbors, they don't know too much about what's going on. Like it's a very surface relationship. Or so we try to keep it. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. But when she was going through the divorce, any time a car that wasn't our car showed up at the driveway, there would be like eight people knocking on our door being like, who's in your house? What's going oh my on? God. Like, they like, oh my God. Like all of a sudden we realized, all of a sudden we realized how often they're looking at our house and are aware of what's they're going like on. They're tra- like keeping track yeah. of your movements. Yeah, man. Jesus. It's fucked up. Well, yeah. okay. So basically, uh, Nancy did not take it well for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. Uh, she actually ended up uh, dyeing her hair the same shade of blonde as oh. Tammy. Um, oh, not the best I coping. I know she had a rough. No, she she was trying to cook. She had a rough time. Uh, she had, they had two little daughters, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, so they were just she just like really had a hard time. And um, one day, uh, soon after her husband moved out, Nancy opened the front door to find a bottle of wine left as a gift on her doorstep. Nice, oh. how sweet. Oh. Someone feeling bad for her, oh, or my. she's getting poisoned. <laughs> Someone, a neighbor, was keeping track of the cars and uh, dropped mm-hmm. off a bottle of wine. Looks mm-hmm. like you need uh, this. So you Nancy, <laughs> so Nancy was like, "Oh, I don't know who it's from, but I'm gonna drink it." So she yeah. uh, became temporarily but violently ill spent the night vomiting on the bathroom floor uh it was some of that wine brick Mm -hmm. that was (laughs) concentrated grapes and brick grape bricks um and she so soon after that weirdly enough the house became infested with fire oh my god oh my which becomes relevant i promise um but even if it's not relevant it's pretty fucked up uh so Richard started coming back to the house to help manage the infestation because she needed his help to do so. Uh, he helped her poison the ants, and then they started having sex again. Uh-oh. Because she was undecided. I know. She was undecided about what she wanted to do. He kind of started staying the night again, and she was like, I don't know if I want to take you back, blah, blah, blah. But this whole don't time... Don't the dick. Don't take no, the dick never. back. No, never. It's never good <laughs> yeah. the second time around. No. Don't do it. Never good. No. So she started getting really sick, and she didn't know if it was, like, stress or what, but eventually she wrote this letter saying, like, to Richard, saying, like, enough is enough, I'm done with the marriage, and then she filed for divorce in September of 1990. Good girl. Yeah. So she, apparently that, like, really boosted her morale, and she, like, gained some weight back, because she had lost a lot of weight, and, like, kind of returned to her normal self. Uh, And then this neighbor that I was telling you about, of course her name's Gail, uh, like so Gail the nosy bitch yeah. Gail typical Gail Classic was Gail. at home one night and heard a knock on the door and when her husband went to answer they found Richard holding a baby monitor and uh, mm. he basically said like can you watch the girls because Nancy's been vomiting for hours I need to take her to the ER so they were obviously like okay we'll you know yep. we'll take look over watch over the girls for the night uh, and then um, 
they heard Richard go back through the baby monitor and like go get Nancy. And all they heard was him say, I'm warming up the car and then carried her downstairs into the car. And then, uh, when they got to the hospital, she, they basically, Richard was like, oh, she has severe pain. She's been throwing up and has a severe headache. But the doctors were like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. So they diagnosed her with toxic shock yeah. syndrome, which I think it's is like tampon what you get from yeah. tampons. Yeah. yeah. Tampon yeah. disease. And she had had like a, she, like her OBGYN had given her some medication recently. So they were like, maybe that's what it is. So that's what they diagnosed her with but it didn't really fit her symptoms um and then this doctor who becomes like basically a hero in this story his name is dr ollie bagheri and he was her doctor and when richard left her husband richard left the hospital uh he lifted nancy's oxygen mask so that she could speak and she whispered to him that she had become violently ill after drinking foul tasting wine that had been anonymously left on her front oh. porch. To which he was probably like, why did you yeah. drink strange wine left at your door? I would have okay. drank it. We all I have drank it. Do not victim blame the wine receiving yeah. individuals 100% in this story. Because it. I have received wine from oh, yeah. people and who the fuck poisons yeah. That's just fucking evil. Sorry. Okay, Amanda fair. Sorry, I apologize. wine from random Always. wine and crime fans like every I'm fucking week. And we appreciate it. <laughs> and we're still alive. <laughs> and Can't she drinks all of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So she mentioned that. And then she also told the doctor that Richard had once, they went to the movies at one point after they had separated and he bought her a soda and she noticed a white powdery film on top of the soda and said it tasted awful. And then apparently he got really pissed off when she said she didn't want to drink it and was like, no, you have to drink it because I paid for it, even though it had this uh nasty film on it. Oh, he's a head pusher. Yep. We all know it. He's a He's head, a head pusher. pusher. Richard, you yeah. dick. What ass. Right. Yep. You fucking piece of yeah. shit. Classic yeah. dick. So he also uh, gave her a lot of vitamins, according to the housekeeper. Uh, they nope. were large pills that he claimed were vitamins that he forced her to take. Uh, and then she also told the doctor that she was afraid of her husband. And then he said, I remember the words she said to me last. It was really sad. She said, please help me. Help me. Don't let oh me my die. God. Oh, my God. And oh, very okay. dark. And then within 24 hours, she was in a coma, unresponsive. Uh, and Richard produced this document that basically said, like, do not resuscitate oh, me. No. And like, oh, my God. Oh. It was, like, written in her, quote, unquote, handwriting. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they were like, uh, we don't Type know about face. this. <laughs> Fucking Helvetica knew. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Her literal dying like words sans. were essentially, my husband <laughs> has poisoned me. And they're like, well, he produced this document, so. Yeah. So. I mean, <laughs> it's in Comic Sans. It looks pretty friendly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Papyrus. So the doctor, so she was in a coma, and then a couple days later, she passed away. Unfortunately, she did not survive. Um, mm. And her doctors were like, we need to make a thorough autopsy because this guy, Dr. Bagheri, was like, something fishy is going on. Uh, and yep. so they also called the police and got them involved. And then they, so then things took a turn. Talk about. M. Night Shyamalan, investigators learned that she was also about to testify against her former boss from the law firm I mentioned because uh, he had been like embezzling money big time and they found a letter 
from her boss in her possessions that said, stay out of the Bagwell case or you and your family will face the wrath oh of God. God. Oh, shit. You do not want to <gasps> fuck with God. Grapes of wrath. The grapes of wrath of God. <laughs> oh, my God. Wrath of dick. <laughs> So the wrath I of dick. So, so oh my god, that <laughs> yeah. could be a porno. That could be, and that is that's probably. Uh, I'm a writing porno. it right now, so <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, write that down. So she's writing the script <laughs> for um, the wrath so, of dick. Yep, yep, yep. The grapes of wrath of dick. I, I, I'm into it. Uh, so they went back to the autopsy. They didn't find any like illness or disease in her organs. Like she wasn't sick. But the toxicology report found that her body contained a hundred times the lethal amount Ooh, of arsenic. Ah. Well, that how much? How much? So there it is. <laughs> so her death Thanks, was Sam. ruled a homicide, Thanks, obviously. All they wanted. I got you. <laughs> I don't get arsenic it. Arsenic and lace. I miss the joke? It's old Oh, I don't know oh that God. play. It's a play. Oh, okay. It's a good one. I'm not very cultured about plays. I'm so cultured, guys. I am so cultured. Between ghosts and milkshakes and plays, I have got it covered. This is why we're dating. It's great to have a trivia night. This is why we're dating. (laughs) 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 We'll go see Arsenic and Plays together. Oh, it'll be great. Uh, okay, baba baba bop, beep boop bop, where are we? Oh, so they found this receipt in her belongings for arsenic. So apparently she had bought arsenic herself to kill a colony of fire oh. ants that had been infesting her her home. Damn. Remember yep. the ants? Yeah. Who yep. could forget? Who could it forget the ants? Back. So there was also uh, one thought that she was maybe making, this is fucked up. She was maybe making herself sick on purpose to get her husband's attention. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking patriarchy. And uh-huh. I watched the Forensic Files episode on this, and the homicide yes. detectives were like, no. they literally said, that is the most ludicrous thing I've yep. ever heard, and were like, fuck no that. Way. But that was the yep. defense being like, oh, maybe that's why she so did it. So stupid. Fuck uh, all y'all. So fucked yep. up. And then, you guys, another twist detectives found her diary and guess what turns out mm. she and her older brother bill had apparently had an incestuous no! relationship no! when they were children just when i thought this story and, couldn't get better uh, cue incest she basically cue wrote incest. in her diary like she was afraid of him and his like sick sex oh tendencies and god. was worried that he would target her daughters oh, oh my god baby and well it's it was so abuse fucked up. then yeah right and so i mean it was abuse i'm trying to find where is it baby oh and so according to richard on memorial day in 1989 so he like explained this journal entry and was like oh we actually visited a detox center and nancy had arranged to see a sex therapist where she confided in richard why she was having such sexual intimacy problems. Um, and it turns out that she and her brother had had an incestuous oh. relationship. And mm. Richard was so shocked and disturbed by this that he refused to have sex with her for many months. Uh, and so then investigators were like, well, maybe Bill, the brother, has something to do with this. But her whole family was saying, like, no, this is a lie. It's not true. Like, th- this mm. is all, you know, made up, whatever, whatever. So there were just like a lot of possible angles to look at this and they were all very extremely horrible. Yes. 
Oh, but they immediately ruled out suicide. They were like, arsenic is not a good like nobody kills themselves by like slow arsenic. You want to die? No, yeah, (laughs) that's not a thing. Uh, No, and a lot of people. That's what the defense was saying. Like, well, maybe she did it Mm. on purpose, and it was like, okay, sure thing. No, burning yourself alive would be Uh, better, preferable. Why? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and actually, I found a fun fact out about arsenic. I don't know if you guys know this, but when you ingest it, it attaches itself to your hair follicles. And so as your uh. hair grows, you can kind of like they can track how long you've been consuming arsenic based on like how far cool. into your hair. It's like counting the rings oh, in a tree. Wow. Yeah, that's yes. cool. the rings of arsenic oh. in your hair. Yep, exactly. Uh, and it's like a permanent record. It feels record. like it's going to be its own yeah. Arsenic yeah. hair. Yeah. I'm adding arsenic it to the hair. list. Yep. It's so interesting. It's Literally so interesting. Literally adding it to the list. What is it? Oofta. 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 That calls for Oofta. That for sure. That's a ring, ring, ring. Who could it be? Oofta. Oofta. Oh my God. I love it so much. I love it so much. It really, it's so fucked up. So they like went and looked through her hair and they basically cut it into two week periods. Her like hair. And then we're able to, like, find the time that she started taking arsenic, which was four months before her death. Woofta. (laughs) (laughs) And then four weeks before her death, the dose increased significantly, which is when Richard started living at home again. Ah, I see. So very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Curious. So the diary Mm -hmm. entries that I mentioned about the brother, um, they sent these... They sent the handwriting to a forensic document examiner whose name was obviously Hartford Oy. Kittle. Why wouldn't it be? You know, as it oh would be. Oh, my God. Uh, and he decided to look through. So they were like, please, like, tell us if this is a legitimate diary entry. Turns out Nancy's handwriting is extremely similar to oh, Richard's handwriting in no. her diary. Weird. Weird. Yep. Uh, and her friends were like, well, I don't know. Like, she used to write... This is, of course, classic. Classic dick. She used to write his research papers when they were at Harvard together. <laughs> so she learned to copy his handwriting. So oh, uh, man. that was the argument used. Like, oh, no, they just have really similar handwriting because she did all his homework at Harvard. Because <laughs> he's been a dick since college. God. Yep. Yep. Damn. Honestly, it. charge Fucking him on that alone. Patriarchy. Yeah. Get the fuck out Seriously. of here. <laughs> That's the real offense. The I mean, this is a it's whole a other offense, in my opinion. Yes. Thing. What a fucking yeah, douchebag. So God damn it. He was like obviously having issues that you know his wife had to do his homework and etc etc yeah so then when they looked at their handwriting they were like oh uh he used the ampersand and she or no sorry she used the ampersand and he would write out the word and and they wrote their fucking capital i's differently so she would put like lines on the top and bottom and he didn't so they were like mm-hmm. so the handwriting expert named hartford uh he concluded that Richard had written the diary entries about Nancy's brother, Bill, being like having incestuous relationship with her. So shocker. I know. So it was all fucking made up by this dude, by her fucking husband, even though it like tore her family apart. was so fucked up. Fucking perv. So, yeah. So they were like, oh, my God, he created this whole diary to cover up the murder. Um, But he Richard himself took the stand for his own defense, as you know, all 
innocent people do. They always and, um, think that's a good idea, he, and it's not a good idea. <laughs> they do. It never no. fucking works. I don't understand. I feel like this happens. It's way like dissociative total. I feel like it's like they're narcissistic, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, yep. I can do it." Yeah, fuckers. it's a total Ted Bundy move. Yes, exactly. So he yep. like found he produced this receipt from a Dallas chemical company that showed that Nancy had signed for a delivery of arsenic um, for her fire ant infestation, and they're like, "Oh, maybe she." did take her own life and apparently they interviewed the jury after he produced that evidence and after he had represented himself and the jury was actually favorably on his side and they were like you know what like it doesn't seem like he did it but then Mm. talk about another this is the third m night Shyamalan twist (laughs) yes so the fucking handwriting expert dude showed up and he was like you know what we went to this uh, chemical company and they were like someone copy and pasted this order onto a receipt and faked the signature oh, no and actually Damn. it turns out richard had bought the arsenic and had it shipped to his house i mean i'm sorry to his yep. office and had the receptionist sign for it Jeez. and she didn't buy arsenic at all and that was like <clears throat> the big turning point because they were like well she bought the arsenic herself like she knew it was in the house but actually, he fucking created a fake receipt to be like, oh, she bought it. But like he had had it ordered to his own house and started putting it in her fucking vitamins. Oh, boy. That oh. fucking asshole. What an God asshole. And then like in a bottle of wine, like that's just cruel and unusual. Like, like he that's... knew she'd take the bait. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's like the meanest, cruelest thing. It's like you can't blame anyone but this asshole for that. Yeah. Um, And so... Nancy, so, okay, so they confiscated all the pills, like the quote-unquote vitamins, and um, it turns out they, some of them had barium carbonate, which was sort of, which is a chemical that's used in the production of glass. It's so cool. So that's what he was feeding his wife. Uh, And so since... So the motive that they used was that money. Ugh. So like he would get a $500,000 life insurance policy if she died, obviously, and then you know, be able to run off with Tammy. Uh, and so he was basically, hold on, a little bit about money. <laughs> Did you hear that, guys? <laughs> that was the most important fact of this whole story. I yes. hope you heard it. Oh, my God. Beep, boop, bop, beep, boop, bop. Bop, 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 bop. My, my lovely noises. Uh, <laughs> so... They trace okay, so they trace the shit back all the way. The barium carbonate, which is like the glass ingredient, they traced it all the way back to the bottle of wine left on her doorstep, and they found out that when that didn't kill her, so he gave her that bottle, intending to kill her with that bottle of wine, and when that didn't kill her, he decided to switch to arsenic and had the arsenic mailed to his office and started putting small doses of that in her food and pills until she got sick enough that she went into a coma and died uh and so uh, like as i said when she, when he started living with her again the arsenic levels in her body like dramatically increased because right. he just started putting it in everything um and since he would get the life insurance money and be able to live with terry it just made sense that he was obviously the culprit um and when they the jury deliberated it took them less than three hours they convicted him of first degree murder and he was sentenced to life in prison he's still there even though there is a website called like richard lyon didn't do it oh my god (laughs) by richard lyon's family (laughs) (laughs) fuck all y'all and i read it and i was 
was like, this is not, none of this is, because I was like, okay, I'll read it. None of it the was even, like, remotely convincing. of our time. Right, yes. exactly. It was like, he's applied to every, like, appeal, you know, those, like, new podcasts and stuff. Like, he's applied to every single one that could potentially free him, and none of them have responded. And I'm like, that's because he's guilty. <laughs> God. Yep, yep. Yep. We covered a case early on in our Genesis, and uh, it was the case of a deer yep. fucker <gasps> named Brian <Yep>. Hathaway <gasps> from Wisconsin. Yep. And there's a website. He fucks, is a man yep. who fucks deer. There's not deer. much more backstory. And oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> I did not hear that episode. I would remember that. It was our first episode ever, it was the next oh! episode. <laughs> oh yeah, I think and I purposefully didn't listen to that episode. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if I can do it. My clearly, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there's a website called FreeBrianHathaway.com. Yep. Shut the and... fuck up. <laughs> what is yeah? What like, is wrong with people? I can't. I could. Yeah. I can't answer that question. Yes, two. It'll take like I guess everybody can find a fan here or there. Yeah. It'll take like. Ten more crossover episodes for us to figure out what the fuck is wrong with people. So it's not worth it. All right, this yeah. is step one. We'll yeah. meet again next exactly. week and uh, yeah, work yeah. on the next, next year. Will we get our schedule installment? Installment every year for ten years. We'll do thousand percent every year for ten <laughs> years, and then maybe we'll come to. We'll probably never yep. come to a solution. To be honest, no. Good. Nope. Excellent. No. Well, thank you guys yeah. for joining us. We're all going to be at CrimeCon, yes. by the way, everybody. Woo! Yes, we'll actually get to yep. meet each other. We're going to hang out at the Valentine I'm so excited. on the evening of the 5th. And guess what? <laughs> We're also having meetups across the street from one another, which is something I oh, realized. I love it. I know. One of our mods like set up a meetup on Broadway in Nashville, and then I Googled, Google mapped where your guys' was, and it's literally like... Point zero one uh, miles away. I was like, holy we'll shit. We'll just do pub crawls to yeah. both of our places. We'll yes. We will go just yeah. go we'll back and forth. Dirtles, so there's that. You can leave from your building and we'll leave from our building and we'll like 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 a newsies kind of thing. Like kind of just get closer oh, and closer. And then we have to do <laughs> yeah. a West Side story in the street snap off. Yes. Well obviously. You, you which heard one it. of us are the Jets? Obviously. <laughs> All right, we're sharks. Sorry, you're All dead. Right. <laughs> sorry, you're dead. <laughs> Oops, yeah, too we late. Chose for you. Bye, sorry. <laughs> Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for coming on. It means a lot that we were able to finally get this all together. I'm so pumped for we're this episode. So and you guys go check out our other. We were on their <laughs> show, which was a fucking blast. Uh, check out Wine and Crime. You guys are on every platform. Yep and yep are a whole lot of fun and they cover things like horse yep. fuckers or oh, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. whatever and only that role. actually it's just about we're that we're not here to judge we're just here to report and also judge yes yes <laughs> they are very impartial they have no opinions on anything uh, um especially the patriarchy oh, no. and yeah <laughs> well luckily we're gonna be meeting that means we'll be meeting you in like yes, three weeks crazy? oh my god i'm so excited yeah. Less than a month. So excited. Shit's crazy. All right. Well, thank you so much for having we us. We love so you. Happy. Thank you guys. This We love you more. This was so much fun. And that's why we drink. Oh, yeah. And that's why Until we drink. Until we meet again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>
Hey, true crime fans. Have you listened to Wine and Crime yet? We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by three childhood friends who chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash our worst Minnesotan accents. Each week, us gals pick a true crime topic and pair it with a delicious wine before delving into the background and psychology behind the crime. Then we share and speculate wildly about a couple of bonkers cases related to the topic. Past episodes include necrophilia, cults, crimes of passion, cruise ship disappearances, exorcisms gone wrong, all this over a bottle of wine, or let's be real, three. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod, and check out our website and blog at WineandCrimePodcast.com. Cheers! Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost.